Welcome to the Sunrise Podcast with Dr. M.M. Amakaro. We hope you enjoy it. This morning, thank you for who you are, Almighty God, Father who sits on the throne. Hallowed be your name. Thank you that power belongs to you. You do as you please, no one can ask you why. You said you do a new thing, no one can hold back your hand. We exalt you this morning. We celebrate your love this morning. Thank you for bringing us under your shadow. Thank you for the love of the Father. Thank you for this preserving love, this protective love, this providing love. Thank you for mercy. Thank you for grace. We exalt you, Holy Father. Thank you for life. What a privilege to see another day. The gifting of this day, Lord, that sorrow will not be added because you will not add sorrow. Thank you for the gift of angels, all surrounding, that will not dash our feet against any stone. Thank you, rock of escape, that no plague will not come nigh our dwelling. The destruction that wasted at noon, they will not find us. Because as the mountains are round about Jerusalem, thank you, Father, for this is your word. That's how you are round about us. We worship you this morning. We exalt you this morning. We declare love for you, Holy Father. Declare love for you, infallible Trinity. Thank you. We receive your word today as a gift. And we thank you for the gift of your word. This precious life, this precious life, this precious spirit, this precious Jesus, this word that we fellowship with, this word that is our strength, this word that is our soul, this word that gives us the shield, this word. Thank you, Holy Father blessing us in family, the family of God, those who trust and those who believe, those who sit at your feet to hear your word. Thank you, Holy Father, for hearing our cry, our, our intercession concerning Nigeria, concerning the world and all that is happening, concerning our loved ones. Thank you, Holy Father. Have your way today. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Yesterday, in Isaiah 43, he said to us, remember not the former things. Say, forget the former things. Say, behold, I do a new thing. When it springs, shall you not know it? Very exciting. Very exciting. And he said, as many as believe, there shall be a performance. And we want just to declare that we believe this word. Today we want to look at Genesis. Genesis chapter 37. <laughs> I want to read 18. I want to read from 18 and then we'll go to Genesis 41 and read a bit of that. Now when they saw him afar off, even before he came near them, they conspired against him to kill him. And they said to one another, Look, this dreamer is coming. Come therefore, let us now kill him and cast him into some pit. And we shall say some wild beasts has devoured him. We shall see what will become of his dreams. <laughs> Note, we shall see what will become of his dream. And then if we go further, for sake of time, 
23, so it came to pass when Joseph had come to his brothers that they stripped Joseph of his tunic, the tunic of many colors that was on him. Then they took him <clears throat> and cast him into a pit and the pit was empty. There was no water in it. And they sat down to eat meal. Then they lifted their eyes and looked and there was a company of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead with their camels bearing spices, balm and myrrh on their way to carry them down to Egypt. So Judah said to his brothers, what profit is there if we kill our brother and conceal his blood? Come and let us sell him to the Ishmaelites and let not a hand be upon him for he's our brother. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> oh, then Midianite traders passed by so the brothers pulled Joseph up and lifted him out of the pit and sold him to the Ishmaelites for 20 shekels of silver. And they took Joseph to Egypt. History. Father, we thank you for bringing this to our remembrance. How that this was a time that the dream seemingly died. That the dream was sold. That sons of men had brought an end, seemingly, so they thought, had brought a covering over glory. Had brought a covering, seemingly, they thought, over God's will concerning a human being. So they taught over destiny. And then from then on, we see and follow the story of Joseph, how he was sold to Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, how God was with him, how grace and mercy found him, even as a slave, and how the master favored him, and yet he was accused. And we see how he was thrown into prison, like from fry pan to fire. And then many years passed, and the Bible tells us how even in that prison, he was still serving. He was still smiling. He still cared. He was still looking at the countenance of people. And that's what made him to notice two officers of Pharaoh in the prison who were hauled into prison for some things they committed, crimes they committed, and how he interpreted the dreams. We know this story, I'm just paraphrasing. And how he said to the one who would survive, because the other one, the interpretation was that he will be, he will be, his life will go, he'll be hung by Pharaoh. And this one will survive and will be restored. How he said, please remember me. And how for two full years, the man left the prison and forgot Joseph. So what are we talking about today? <laughs> when God tells you, like we saw in the word in Isaiah 43, remember not the former things. Behold, I do a new thing. 
when it springs, because it will spring, shall you not know it? When they prayed the prayer yesterday, say, Father, that which you're about to do, because we believe you're going to do it, let it be notable, let it be visible, because that's what you said, we are praying by your word, undeniable, that it shall be, as we have read in Psalm 126, and said they among the hidden, the Lord has done great things for them. It came to pass in the life of Israel, the Israelite, when even the hidden said to themselves, the Lord had done great things for this covenant people. And they responded, yes, indeed, the Lord had done great things. Which means they saw God being exalted. They saw the hand of God. It was undeniable. It was notable. He said, when it shall come to pass, when this new thing will spring, will you not know it? So we are looking at the life of Joseph. What was in Joseph's past? Now, we are here in chapter 41. So many things had happened. And just Pharaoh had dreamt a dream. Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph. That's after many people. All the wise men, all the satraps, all the soothsayers, whoever, magicians had tried, none could interpret the dream. And the thing troubled Pharaoh because he didn't dream once the same dream twice. Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph and they brought him quickly out of the dungeon and he shaved, changed his clothing and came to Pharaoh. A new thing sprung. A new thing sprung. A good day. He was not expecting it. He didn't work hard for this. He didn't send a letter of petition. He didn't ask that his case be reviewed. All that happened was that there was oil on his life. There was grace. And there was mercy. And... God had already shown that he was ordained to lead. He was ordained to be the top of administration. And that was the enemy was fighting. So for the past how many years, it was dark, so to speak, for Joseph. For the past how many years, Joseph was a prisoner. He lost his liberty. He lost his flame. Don't forget they have stripped him of his clothing, stripped him of his colors. They thought they had stripped him of the dream. Oh, Father, we worship you. We just want to thank you today. Because no man will bring to pass what this Jehovah God has not commanded. We stay in the old. We dwell in the past. We stay where we are. We think God is not counting this. God is not watching. God does not have a good day, the day of salvation, the acceptable day like we talked about. Behold Joseph, after a man had forgotten him for two years, God created a situation to provoke a remembrance, to provoke the searching records who is available to bring this interpretation. When God wants to do a new thing, when God says he wants to do a new thing, he knows God knows what to do. Heaven knows what to provoke. Heaven knows what to overturn. Heaven knows which counsel 
you will have to meet on your, for your sake. Heaven knows how to direct your path. Heaven knows what. So when God says, behold, I do a new thing. When he says, remember not the former things, forget. We sit down and we wonder. But this is where we are. He says, I'll make a pathway in the mighty waters. I'll make a road in the wilderness. And we said, you who you are in the wilderness, you wonder how it will be. Is it for you to wonder? Looking at the life of Joseph. You, looking at the mighty waters and wondering how is this water going to part? Is it for you to wonder? That is why he introduced himself and said, I am the Lord, the one who makes a pathway in the sea and who makes a pathway in the mighty waters. And we went back to search in Exodus. Is it really true that he did that? And we found that he did that. So today we are looking at a life that had a past, a terrible past. A past that made him a victim for no fault of his. A past that saw him stripped of every color that was on him. A past that saw him thrown into the pit. His own family. His own family. So you can imagine the heartbreak. You can imagine the trauma. Oftentimes I always wonder. When they carried him and gave him over to the Ishmaelites. The slave traders. And then they saw Joseph, their brother. Hands in chain. Feet in chain. And put in the caravan. I'm sure Joseph did not just go quiet. Either he went so shocked and stunned. And he was staring. His heart was crying, tears. Or he was screaming, Reuben, help me. Simeon, help me. God, help me. He must have been calling the brothers one after the other. But the only thing the Bible records that the brother did was that they sat down to eat bread. They sat down and they ate bread. And this God of heaven was watching because he knew he would do a new thing. He knew he would make a pathway in the wilderness. Unknown to them, that caravan, God sent the caravan. Unknown to them, the destiny they stripped him of, the destiny was waiting for him in the future. That new thing was waiting. Father, we thank you for every new thing waiting, every new platform, every new contact, every new situation, every new status, for what your hand is doing in the now, for how your hand is overturning and overturning and overturning things in the now, for how your hand is looking and staring, shaking the heavens and the earth, for how your hand is shaking the desires of men, for how your hand is creating the new thing, a new form, a new name. We bless you. Because we look at Jacob and we say, ah, the prison was not the end. And then we see him suffering another heartbreak of two years being forgotten. When he had thought, oh, I've done, that is why the Bible writes, I think it is in Jeremiah chapter 17, somewhere in nine or so. It says, woe to the man who puts his trust in man. He will not see good when he comes. He will be like that one that abides in the desert, that plant. There will be sun scorched. But blessed is that man whose trust is in God. 
because it shall be like the plant that is planted by the river banks and that the roots go down to the waters and the leaves will ever remain green. Father, we thank you for teaching us daily to trust you. Because indeed, when you say we should forget the former things, is that you know what to do. You know how to bring the new thing, even in this season. Even when he said, gross darkness will cover the earth. Yes, deep darkness, but I will arise upon you, and my glory will be seen upon you. Can you imagine how God arose for David? Now, in chapter 41, I want to read. Having sent for Joseph, and Joseph having come full of wisdom, Father, thank you for teaching us wisdom, teaching us to leverage every opportunity, teaching us, oh God, to ask the Holy Spirit for help, that every opportunity you will create, because your opportunity creator, a way maker. Pharaoh, Joseph did not appear empty-handed. When the opportunity came, he did not only interpret the dream, he gave solution, a pathway to the transformation of what will save Egypt from the famine. This is something to talk about. This is something to learn. That every opportunity, Father, causes us to be prepared. Arm us with your wisdom. Arm us with expertise and knowledge. That the doors that you open by your spirit and by your glory, we go in and we possess. This guy went in. By the spirit and the power of the God, of his God. See? He interpreted it. He would have walked away. That's all they asked him to do. But that extra, Father, thank you for the extras that give us an age. Thank you for the extras by your spirit, by revelation. Thank you for the extras. The spirit of excellence. The spirit of do all that you can do. Leave nothing to chance. The spirit of, oh, shining, basking in your glory and allowing you, oh God, the power in these 18 vessels to have your way. That is what happened here. So now, we see now then in chapter 41, this is where we are going. Verse 37 says, so the advice, in other words, the advice that Joseph gave was good in the ears, in the eyes of Pharaoh and in the eyes of all his servants. And Pharaoh said to his servants, can we find such a one as this, a man in whom is the spirit of God? Can you imagine? There was an exhibition of God's glory, an exhibition of freshness, exhibition of innovation, exhibition of what Pharaoh had not heard, the angle he never considered, and he was standing there full of the spirit of God. He said, I'll make a pathway. I'll make a way where there is no way. I'll bring the powers and the chariots and the riders. They will fall down and be extinct. So the question is, where were the brothers? Where were they? Those who stripped him of his coat of colors, who stripped him, thought they had stripped him of his dream. Where were they? And here it is, a new platform, a new way, and a highway opened. And he's standing here full of the Spirit of God. You see, where the enemies think they have stripped you, and you still carry the glory, you still carry the word, you still carry the promise, you still carry the covenant, a child of God under the banner, covered by his shadow. <laughs> they can strip the external. The power is with them. See, Christ in us is the hope of glory. He carried the Spirit of God. So here we see, then Pharaoh said to Joseph, 
in as much as God has shown you all this, there is no one as discerning and wise as you. You shall be over my house and all my people shall be ruled accordingly to your word. Only in regard to the throne will I be greater than you. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, see, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. My God, I have set you over all a new thing. He did a new thing. He set a stranger over all the land of Egypt. He created a larger, higher platform. He extended the coast of Joseph. Remember the prayer of Jabez that we prayed earlier this year. This is what God is about to do. This new thing, this expansion of coast, this new name. He gave him a new name, expanded his coast, did a new thing. He forgets what you suffered in the past. Shall not be compared to the glory that is going to be revealed. That is what God does. Father, we thank you. And he goes on to say, And Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring off his hand and put it on Joseph's hand. And he clothed him. Oh, please remember that this man was stripped. He was stripped. He was stripped of the good that the father gave him. This is the man that was put in the pits. This is the one who was sold to slavery. This is his past. This is his history. And now we see Pharaoh giving him the whole expanse of the land of Egypt, making him next to him and putting his signet ring on Joseph's hand. And he clothed him in garments of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. And he had him ride in the second chariot which he had, and they cried out before him, bow the knees. So he set him over all the land of Egypt. Pharaoh also said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh. And without your consent, no man may lift his hand or foot in the land of Egypt. Let us stop here today. Amen. Amen. So the question is, can he do a new thing? Can he give you a future, a noun that is better than yesterday? When he tells you, forget the former things, don't remember them anymore. Don't remember how you were reviled. Don't remember how you were rejected. Don't remember how you were put in the pits. Don't remember how you were stripped. Don't remember the trauma. Don't remember everything you have lost. Don't remember the shame. Don't remember the betrayal. Forget it. God says forget it. He's speaking to somebody, speaking to us. Forget it, the heartbreak. Forget it, the losses. Forget it. He said, remember them no more. For behold, Isaiah 43, I will do a new thing. And it shall spring. And when it does, you will know it. Did Joseph not know that he was second to Pharaoh? Did he not see his hand that upon his hand was Pharaoh's signet ring? Did he not see the chariots next to Pharaoh that he was riding on? Did he not see that now he was the one with the signet ring to sign anything concerning the land of Israel, Egypt in his expanse? Did he not become Lord in Egypt? Is there anything too difficult for God? Father, we worship you today. Thank you for comforting our hearts. Thank you for pinpointing, using the life of Joseph to show us that from the pit you can do a new thing. From chains, you can do a new thing. From betrayal, you can do a new thing. 
trauma you can do anything. You can wipe tears. You can nothing, absolutely nothing. This was a boy who was meant to be forgotten. A boy that they had gone back to the father and lied that he had died. Mm. They had left for dead, in fact. So to a foreign land where he didn't know the language, he had no relation, nothing. Mm. Can you imagine the trauma? The uprooting, the trauma. Mm. The most, the heartache, the knife that stabbed him, that the brothers betrayed him, wanted him dead, wanted his destiny destroyed. Mm. Why? Because he had a dream. Because the father gave him coat of many colors. There are many like that. There are many, many in the offices, in the family, many. Even if it's not people, situations coming to diminish, situations coming to reproach, to shame. And God said, he said in Isaiah 62, he said, I will give you a new name. I will change that name that situations have given you. Persons have called you. Mm. Sons of men have come to turn the glory to shame. I will change it and bring a fresh glory. I will do a new thing. I will do it. Father, we want to tell you that we trust you and we believe you. We cannot help ourselves. In ourselves, we are not sufficient to change our situation. We can only try. But you are the one who makes a pathway. You are the one who opens the rivers. You are the one who causes the power that chased all of them to lie down and be extinct and never rise. You are the one who brings the new thing, a new name. So we exalt you this morning. We just want to say, Lord, we trust you. We trust in the love of the Father. We trust in the ability, the power of the Father to overturn and overturn and to change situation, to bring from the pit and to plant in the palace, to change the garment and to unlock the prison gates. We exalt you this morning. We celebrate you. Thank you for this visitation. This is the this is visitation. As you have spoken, this is visitation. That drastic change, that dramatic change, that supernatural upliftment, that shifting you are speaking about. We have seen yourself and we believe you. We have seen what you can do and we believe you. From the prison, forgotten, you orchestrated everything that caused him to be remembered. Thank you for what your spirit and your angels are orchestrating right now. Thank you, Jesus. Our expectations shall not be we trust you even in this darkness you say it is in darkness you will alight on us that gross darkness will cover the earth father you said it isaiah said you said it yes deep darkness but you will alight upon us and your glory shall be seen upon therefore we shall arise and shine we shall rise and shine we shall rise shine we shall rise shine the glory has come Thank you, Holy Father. Thank you for this word of comfort. Thank you for this word that stirred us. Thank you, Jesus, for helping us to be prepared, helping us, oh God, to be prepared, to be the best, the spirit of excellence abiding in us. Thank you, Holy Father. Thank you, Holy Father. We take authority over every force that makes us to be less than who you have made us to be. Everything that keeps us less, not getting us... Joseph was prepared to take the opportunity, to seize it, to leverage on it. Father, thank you for every talent, every gift, every spirit of excellence. Thank you for the spirit of God that is in us, even the Holy Spirit. Help our comforter friend. Thank you for guiding us into truth, to know what to do as occasion demands. Holy Father, thank you for every door you open that will take advantage of. Thank you for every platform you appoint that will take advantage of. You will silence the enemies in the dark. Thank you, Holy Father. That men will see and understand mm. that your finger is upon our lives. Mm. Be exalted. Mm. You pray for our children, mm. and this is their portion. Oh, yes. For all our loved ones, this is their portion. Mm. As many as have been waiting, oh, Father, this is the time. Yes. 
the acceptable time that you spoke about. Thank you, Holy Father. We go out today knowing today is a day of salvation. Every day with you, with our Father's love, is a day of salvation. Thank you for what heaven is working out for us. Thank you for everything that you're overturning that would have been contrary to us. Thank you for every breaking goodness. We give you praise for men that you have set in places, records opened concerning your people. Thank you, Holy Father. For when men say there is a casting down, say we should say there is a lifting. That we declare there is a lifting. For your people, there is a lifting. There is expansion. There is promotion. There is divine health. There is divine favor. Because heaven has said it. It is done. In Jesus' name we thank you. Amen.